Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good day, everyone. We have been studying the four faces of life, the four profiles of life, and we have been using life as an acronym, L-I-F-E, to express these four aspects. And they are love, integrity, forgiveness, and excellence. And we have been speaking about this second one, integrity. And we have seen that God has integrity. He is just who he is. He is consistent from his circumference to his very core. He is what he is. He does not change. You can depend on God. You don't have to be afraid. He'll say one thing today and then something else tomorrow. But God is completely consistent. He lives up to all that he is. And when Christ's life is in us, we are to manifest that same life. Interestingly, as we were studying this, I remembered an email that I received recently. And it was from Nigeria, and purportedly it was from a barrister over there, a Benedict Okonodu. And in this email, he was telling me that he had a lot of money and that he wanted to give it to us as a ministry. And obviously it was a scam letter trying to solicit information about my bank account and so forth. But I thought it was interesting how they put forward the scam. And it was dealing with this whole area of integrity. And this lawyer had become saved and now he had integrity. And yet the whole thing was a scam. Now, let me read you this email. It is a little lengthy, but I believe it will illustrate what we're trying to say here. Here's how it starts. Dear beloved in Christ, it is by the grace of God that I receive Christ, knowing the truth and the truth have set me free. Having known the truth, I had no choice than to do what is lawful and right in the sight of God for eternal life and in the sight of man for witness of God's mercy and glory upon my life. Well, that first paragraph is just exactly what we've been saying here over the last number of days, that when you receive Christ, you have to do what's right. You have to live in integrity. Listen as it goes on. I have the pleasure to share my testimony with you, having seen your contact from the Internet. I am Barrister Benedict Okonodu, the legal advisor to late Mr. and Mrs. Bright Williams, a British couple that lived in my country, Nigeria, for 25 years before they both died in a plane crash late last year. This couple were good Christians. They were dedicated to God but had no children. Throughout their stay in my country, they acquired a lot of properties like lands and houses. As their legal advisor before their death, The husband, Mr. Bright Williams, instructed me to write his will. Because they had no children, they dedicated their wealth to God. According to the will, the properties have to be sold and the money given out to a ministry for the work of God. As their legal advisor, all the documents for the properties were in my care. He gave me the authority to sell the properties and give out the fund to the ministries for the work of God. In short, I sold all the properties after their death, as instructed by Mr. Bright Williams before his death, And as a matter of fact, after I sold all their properties, I realized more than $10 million. And it says in brackets, $10 million U.S. dollars plus. 
But instead of giving the main fund out for the work of God as instructed to me by the owner before his death, I converted the fund to myself with the intention of investing the fund abroad for my personal use. I was afraid of putting the fund in the bank because I have to give account to the bank on how I got the money. I then packaged the fund in consignments and deposited the consignments with a security company. I did not want the management of the security company to know the content of the consignments. Therefore, I registered the content of the consignments as gold bars. Now the security company believes that what I deposited with them was gold bars. Now you see, he's saying that he was supposed to give this $10 million to ministries, but he diverted it and was going to use it for his own personal use. The email goes on and says, I had an encounter with Christ when Pastor Benny Hinn was preaching on television concerning Ananias and Sapphira in Acts 5, verses 1 to 11. After hearing the word of God, I gave my life to Christ and became a born-again Christian. As a born-again Christian, I started reading my Bible, and one day the Lord opened my eyes to Ezekiel 33, verse 18 and 19, where the word of God says, When a righteous man turns from his righteousness and commits iniquity, he shall even die thereby. But if the wicked turn from his wickedness and do what is lawful and right, he shall live thereby. From the scripture I discovered that the only way I could have peace in my life is to do what is lawful and right by giving out the fund as instructed for the work of God by the owner before his death. I have asked God for forgiveness and I know that God has forgiven me, but I have to do what is lawful and right in the sight of God by giving out the fund to the chosen ministry for the purpose of God's work as instructed by the owner before his death. So he's saying he became a Christian and now he realizes I must do what is right, I must walk in integrity, I must now give this money to a ministry. He goes on to say, After my fasting and prayers, I asked God to make his choice and direct me to an honest Christian or the chosen ministry that deserves this fund by his grace. I then came across your address on the internet as I was browsing through a Christian site. As a matter of fact, it is not only you or your ministry that I clicked on the Christian site initially, but after my fervent prayer about it, then you were nominated to me through divine revelation from God. So that is how I received such a divine revelation from the Lord, how I got your contact information, and I then decided to contact you for the fund to be used wisely for things that will glorify the name of God. I have notified the security company where I deposited the consignments that contain the fund that I am now moving the consignment abroad and the security company is now waiting for my authority for the consignment to leave my country and move abroad. So if you know that you will use this fund honestly and wisely for things that will glorify God's name, then do urgently contact me back first through this, my alternative email address, and the details will be given to you and how you will be able to receive the fund in your country through the security company. And then it goes on to say how we are to be in contact with each other and how I can give him my banking information. Now, isn't that amazing? I, I smiled as I received that email. I realized how this man had some knowledge of Christianity knowing that Christians are honest and upright and that Christians need to walk in integrity. And he says that now he has become a Christian and now he wants to follow the directions and give it to a Christian ministry. And yet the whole thing is just a scam to build people out of money. 
you know, we may wonder, how would I be protected from this kind of scam? Now we know that most people would see this as a scam right away just by seeing that you're getting $10 million for nothing. This is pretty obvious. And yet I'm amazed how many people do get duped by this kind of thing. But let's say that you are naive and you believe this at face value. What would protect you from being taken in by such a scheme? Well, in Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 3, it says, The integrity of the upright shall guide them. If you want to be spared from all kinds of grief by being taken in by these kind of scams, all you have to do is just walk in integrity. It says, The integrity of the upright shall guide them. This email and others along this line end by telling us you have to be quiet and careful and not tell anybody else because we don't want the security company to hold this money to realize what's happening. But if you just be quiet and you just play along with what we're saying, then you will receive all this money. Isn't it amazing that the whole context of this email was a lawyer who was doing wrong and was going to take this money for himself, but then became a Christian, and so now he realizes he must walk in integrity and do what's right, and so now he's going to give this money away, but in the giving of it away, he's now telling the people that's receiving it, now you have to be quiet, a little deceptive about this, and actually lose your own integrity so that you can receive this kind of money. You see how the integrity of the upright will guide you? If we would just determine that we will not be involved in anything that's shady, anything that causes you to have to be deceptive, anything that is just under the table, if you do everything open and above board, that integrity will guide you and keep you from all kinds of trouble. You know, I've watched it over the years, not always, but many times, People that are taken in, people that fall prey to con men and schemes, they are people who are willing to compromise just a little bit, who themselves are willing to stretch the truth or to be deceitful in some way. Integrity, just being honest, just being open, will protect us from so many of these traps that people set for us. Paul was a man of integrity. When he was arrested and taken before the Sanhedrin, it says in Acts 23 and verse 1, Then Paul, looking earnestly at the council, said, Men and brethren, I have lived in all good conscience before God until this day. Now that is quite a statement to be able to say. I have lived in a good conscience before God right till now. There is nothing that's bothering my conscience. There is nothing in me that I feel I have done wrong, that I haven't made right. That's walking in integrity. In fact, right here on this occasion, it says, And the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by him to strike him on the mouth. Then Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed wall, for you sit to judge me according to the law, and do you command me to be struck contrary to the law? Paul was very knowledgeable in the law, and he knew that this person that he was in front of had no right to command someone to strike him. And so he immediately spoke up and he said, you're judging me and you're commanding me to be struck and that's against the law. But notice what it says in verse four. And those who stood by said, do you revile God's high priest? Then Paul said, I did not know, brethren, that he was the high priest. For it is written, you shall not speak evil 
of a ruler of your people. Paul immediately apologized. He realized, I shouldn't have spoken this way. I was speaking to the high priest. And even though the high priest was doing wrong, Paul's conscience was so sensitive that he realized, I shouldn't speak this way of a ruler of God's people. This illustrates how Paul kept his integrity. Well, our time is gone, and we'll continue this next time. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Before I go, the material I'm covering now on the program is from my book, Is There More to Life Than Living? It is available for purchase on Amazon or from the church office. Get it for yourself or to pass on to a friend. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. But as you know, we are not meeting there right now due to the coronavirus. Instead, we are streaming our Sunday service online starting at 10.30. Go to our website at kwcf.org to check out all the details. We are living through difficult times right now, but the Bible tells us to cast all of our care on Him, for He cares for us. So till next time, let God keep your life in balance.